I'm uh, really excited to, to be here again. I want to I want to thank the media uh, for being here and for covering the Big 12. And you know, I'm I'm really excited about uh, what's going on uh, in our conference right now. Also, a little bit sad. Just wanted to uh, to touch on uh, the fact that Chuck Carlton's not here with us. Uh, Chuck was um, always did a tremendous job covering the Big 12 from the Dallas Morning News, and and uh, really sad that he's not here with us. And Wish he was, but uh, but certainly appreciate what he meant to the league and enjoyed uh, his coverage over the years and, and um, just wanted to, to say that. So, again, glad to be here. Man, this is, to me, it's a signal that football season is right around the corner. It's a very exciting time of the year. Um, we're blessed uh, to, to be in the Big 12 and in this tremendous facility. Uh, we're blessed, blessed to be in a conference that I think um, – has has proven to be one of the top conferences uh, in college football. Uh, you go and you look at the parity in the league last year. Uh, you know, to me, it was unrivaled. I think that um, there's not very many leagues when any team in the league can beat the best two or three teams, and that certainly is the is the possibility in the Big 12 week in and week out. Um, and so, I think it makes this. This league incredibly unique and incredibly different. There's obviously some changes happening with uh, Texas and Oklahoma exiting the league, but we welcome some really uh, good, capable members that I think are going to make the league better. Um, you know, the four teams coming in have had a, a great history of, of success. Um, I have tremendous respect for all those coaches at those institutions and the commitment of uh, those institutions to to preparing them, uh, those schools to, to go and, and compete in the Big 12. And, you know, the resources those institutions can provide are going to allow those teams to be really successful. They all have a great recruiting footprint, and, uh, and they all have, uh, you know, the things that you have to have in order to, to, have, a necess or to, to have a strong football program. So excited about, about adding those teams. I just want to shout out to, um, to Brett Yormark and the leadership in the Big 12. Um, you know, I truly believe we have the best uh, conference commissioner um, in, in college athletics. I think his vision um, is unparalleled. Um, I love, um, you know, the confidence that he brings to the league. I think he's got a great understanding of, of um, you know, how to position the Big 12 to be incredi incredibly successful moving forward. And so couldn't, uh, couldn't be any more confident uh, in, a, in a commissioner than I am with Brett. And, appreciate what he's done you know for the league so far and I know he's just just getting started so excited about that and feel really strong about the future of the Big 12 and you know our role in it um, you know last year was a fun season uh, for TCU football you know we came last year and and um, didn't have very high expectations I think we were picked seventh in the preseason poll um, and I probably would have picked us lower honestly um, uh, than I think the media did just based on what was coming back and, and the coaching change and, and all the stuff that, that, that transpired. Um, but, man, you got to give our players a ton, of, a, a ton of credit. You know, we had a good nucleus of players, uh, but what made that group interesting and fun to coach was we were better collectively than we were individually, and that's, that's a sign of a, of a great team. And I think that's what we had last year. You know, when the season started, I felt like we were an average football team probably honestly slightly below average uh, we won some games got a little confidence hit the hit the second 
part of our schedule and started to win some games and became a probably slightly above average football team. Um, you know, won some some games and figured out how to win. Uh, became a probably good football team, and I think uh, at times last year we, we were a great football team, and uh, it was a fun ride to go on. Uh, those players, uh, man, their their level of commitment and their respect uh, for each other was really just fun to be a part of, and it was a hell of a ride and, and something I'll never forget. Uh, but at the same time, we got to move forward. You know, uh, what happened last year is certainly not going to have any bearing on what's going to happen this year. Um, so a big challenge for us. You know, I think that we got a lot of eyeballs on us as we move forward, and that's what you want. You want to have high expectations for your program. You want people to pay attention. You know, I think, um, you know, everybody has slogans for their program, and I think, you know, when you think about TCU football, you know, our deals, we try to be, you know, all stake and no sizzle. And I think that's kind of what we want. Uh, we want to fly under the radar a little bit. Um, and, you know, I think it's a role that we relish. And, and um, you know, we want to overperform and, and underpromise. And so that's kind of our mentality uh, in our program. Let me just say this, too. I think a big part of TCU's success, you know, before I got here um, and, and certainly now, uh, you know, under Coach Patterson in, in the past was our leadership. Um, you know, I think we have tremendous leadership from the top down. Um, Victor Boschini, our, our chancellor's outstanding. He provides all the resources that we need. Uh, again, I feel like I've got the best chancellor in college football, the best athletic director in Jeremiah Donati. And, uh, and I think we're a great team. I think we share a vision uh, for what we want TCU's program to look like, and, and they certainly provide the resources that we need to uh, compete at the very highest level. So I'm blessed and fortunate to be here and excited about this season. Thank you, Coach. Now we'll open it up for questions. If you wish to ask a question, please raise your hand. We'll get a microphone to you. Please make sure to state your name and affiliation. We'll go to far left, actually straight ahead center. Hey coach, Colin Wilson with the Action Network. Uh, last year you had one of the most explosive offenses in the nation, about 27 seconds per play. Now Kendall Bryles comes in, ran a much faster offense for Arkansas at 23 seconds. Are there any high-level wrinkles we'll see with TCU offense? Yeah, um, you know, we did. We lost some really good football players. I mean, you look, you know, Max Duggan finished second in the Heisman Trophy. Um, you know, we had three wide receivers drafted. Um, you know, we had an offensive lineman, Steve Avila, drafted in the second round. Uh, you know, so we lost some, some significant weapons. You know, the thing I love, though, is the guys that we have coming back. You know, I think it all begins with your offensive line. I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, both of our tackles uh, that are coming back. I mean, to me, that's where it all begins up front. Uh, you know, Kendall coming in, I think he shares the same vision I, I do. You know, I think we're, we come from the same place as far as, as our, our football background in a lot of ways. Um, he wants to run the ball. You know, he wants to be a physical offense that runs the football. You know, and, and I think that's, that's what I want to be as well. You know, I think we saw the value in having a, a tough, physical, hard-nosed run game last year and the success we had up front and, and the success Kendra Miller had and Max running the ball. All those things were important to us having the success that we had. And, Kendall shares that same philosophy. I think that the offense will look pretty similar, but it truly is comes from a different place. I mean, Garrett was more of a traditional air raid guy and had, uh, you know, pretty air raid heavy 
or air raid centric concepts. Uh, Kennel's got a lot of the same things, but probably a little bit more wrinkles maybe than we've had in the past. As you said, um, has a history of playing very fast. You know, our pace of play will be determined by, you know, what, figuring out ways to win football games. And sometimes, um, sometimes going slow and protecting our defense is, is the way to go to give ourselves the best chance to win. Sometimes you have to make those adjustments. I mean, you look at Texas last year, we go into that game, two high-powered offenses, and it's 3 nothing at halftime. And so you've got to adapt as you get into those games, and you have to do what it takes to win games. And uh, Kendall shares that philosophy just like I do. And, and so excited about getting him hired. I think he's a tremendous leader. I think he provides a lot of confidence to that group. I think our players really believe in him. I think they're, uh, they really like the, the system that we're running. And he certainly has a lot of experience, uh, you know, calling it. So excited to, to see what it looks like. And, you know, the big challenge is always to get the pieces to fit together, you know. And I really like the pieces that we have. You know, we've got some really high-quality young players that I think have a chance to step up. Also some very high-quality transfers uh, as well. And, man, it, that's what makes it fun is seeing that stuff come together. You can see it, the beginning of it happening in the spring and certainly – needs to carry over to the fall, but uh, really optimistic about that group that we have uh, offensively. We'll go to the center right. Uh, hey, Coach. My name is Mitch Lucas. I'm from the Kilgore News Herald and from uh, thefootballbeat.com. Uh, just wanted to ask you, first of all, congratulations on last year. I know it's last year. Yep. Uh, you talked a little bit about uh, flying under the radar. I know you guys are now kind of the standard bearer. Uh, two parts. Will it be difficult to keep the guys grounded after such a great year and um, talk to, talk a little bit if you would about um, you talked about Kendall uh, talk a little bit if you would about replacing not only Max but uh, replacing a guy like Deuce Vaughn yeah um, thank Kendra Miller but yes um, you know I think um, we're what made the team really good last year was our ability to not focus on stuff that we couldn't control you know and I think that was what made the group special was um, you know as the season rolled along and as you start to stack wins and you get ranked and you know and and uh, no one ever said you know we're 4-0 and we're ranked or we're 5-0 and and we're this or we're leading the Big 12 or we're this in the college football playoff I mean our players really did a remarkable job of just focusing on trying to get better every day. And it's a really a, a cliche. And I've coached teams in the past that probably haven't done a very good job of focusing on those things um, and have focused on the external stuff too much instead of, hey, going out and just getting better and improving. And, man, last year's team is really special that way. We never heard one conversation about about the, the college football playoff rankings. I mean, truly. We never had one as a coaching staff. Our players never had one that I heard. Um, you know, we just – our deal was, hey, man, let's control what we can control. Let's work hard. Let's practice well. Uh, let's go out and play hard and, um, you know, and be great at situational football. And so the guys really bought into that philosophy. And so I don't really worry too much about that because I think that they saw how freeing that was. You know, and, and a big part of that was the fact that we were picked seventh. You know, there wasn't a lot of pressure. There wasn't a lot of expectations. And so we just – just got to go out and play every Saturday. And the challenge this year will be to, to not, you know, take on that burden 
and not worry about the expectations of the program moving forward. And they were able to do it last year, so I anticipate them being able to do it this year. You know, losing Max and, and Kendra and guys like that, I mean, what made last year's team, again, special was leadership. And, uh, you know, Max was, uh, was a tremendous, in some ways, once-in-a-lifetime leader. Um, and Steve Avila was a world-class leader as well. And, and we just had guys that, you know, willed us to victory. And, and the challenge is going to be to find those guys. I think they're in our program. Uh, but it's like anything else. It's our job to bring that, that part of them out. And if we can do that, then I anticipate us having a good year. We'll go center left. Hey, Coach. John Gerard from CBS Sports. How you doing? Good, good, man. What's up? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned a little bit, but can you take us a little bit through the process of identifying Kendall Bryles as your next offensive coordinator and uh, just identifying him as a coach, but also the due diligence maybe that you did beforehand? Yeah, yeah. A um, couple of things. Um, you know, you go back and you look at kind of what, what happened at Baylor. Um, you know, I was a, a young head coach when, when those things were happening, and so I followed it. I'd worked with Art prior at Texas Tech as an assistant and knew him a long time as a, as a high school coach. And, and so, you know, the thing that I always try to do is learn from situations. And, and so when, uh, when all that happened at Baylor, you know, the thing I tried to do is, is okay, let's make sure that this never happens in, in my program. And how can I go about doing that? How can I learn from, from mistakes that were made? And I think that we all want to do that. And I think that colleges across the board, whether it's Title IX, reporting, everything has gotten better because of, of what occurred there. Um, and so I did a lot of homework in that. I talked to a lot of people um, that were directly involved in that situation to learn from it. And that was a number of years ago. Um, and then had a chance to see guys move on from there and, and see how they did. And if, if they had any issues that plagued them moving forward. And, and certainly all of those things were things I considered when I hired Kendall. I mean, I knew it was gonna be an unpopular hire in some ways because of, of things that had happened. Um, but at the same time, I was very confident knowing from knowing Kendall from the time he was 13 years old. Um, and just talking to people that were directly involved in that situation. So, you know, that was, there was a tremendous amount of due diligence a number of years ago. Uh, when I was at, at SMU, I did a, a lot of due diligence as well. Talked to a lot of people that were directly involved at Baylor and saw it and, and tried to learn from those mistakes. And then obviously, as we got down the road, hiring him. So, you know, I feel really good about the hire. Um, what was the other part of the question? Yeah, football-wise, okay. You know, I think, um, as I said earlier, you know, what he does fits what I believe in. Um, and so I think we're really aligned in terms of what we believe allows you to go out and, and have a chance to win on Saturday. And at the end of the day, you know, I don't care if we're running triple option. I don't care if we're throwing the ball 60 times a game. You know, I don't care if we have to, to win, you know, 55 to 48 uh, or you win three to nothing. You know, my goal is to try to win football games. And at, at the end of the day, our job as a coach is to figure out what that looks like, you know. And, and does that mean going really fast and wearing people down? And if that's the case, and then that's what the offense will look like. If that means going really slow and not turning the ball over and giving our defense a chance to win games, then that's what we'll do. And I think, you know, that'll be determined, really, uh, just which unit you know, consistently plays well and 
there's going to be sometimes you get into games that are very unexpected, like we talked about with Texas earlier or Michigan. I didn't see the Michigan game maybe being as high scoring as it was. So you just have to figure it out. You have to be willing to adjust and adapt. You know, I think people ask me all the time what's different about college football. I mean, there's a lot of challenges out there right now, whether it's transfer portal, NIL, culture within programs. You know, you look around the profession four or five years ago, some of the top coaches, uh, most respected coaches in all of college football aren't coaching anymore because of uh, different reasons, scandals in their program. And so what you have to do, man, you got to be willing to adapt and adjust every day. And we had a good year last year, and all we've done is talk about how are we going to change. You know, we're not going to just sit here and say we're going to keep doing things the way we've always done them. We're going to adapt, and we want to try to get ahead of the curve. Uh, we want to try to be as innovative as we possibly can. Uh, any change that occurs in college football, we want to try to figure out how to make it work for us and give us an advantage. And uh, those are the things you have to do. And to me, the days of, of sitting up here and going, hey, look, we've always done it this way. We're going to continue to do it that way. Those things are changing, you know, and, and every single day we're trying to be innovative and creative and adapt and, and uh, get ahead of the curve. We'll take one final question. Senator Wright. Stephen Johnson, Fort Worth Star Telegram. How's it going, Sonny? Stephen, good to see you, man. Yes, sir. Um, Hope you, got, you had a good summer. Yeah, I was in Memphis the whole time, so yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, good for you. Had a lot of barbecue. Yes, sir. Um, you guys got a lot of new faces on offense, but you bring back a lot of experience on defense, almost the whole back seven, Josh, Johnny, et cetera. What are some of your reasonable expectations for what you want to see from on that side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'll take a big step defensively. I think when you look at, um, at Joe Gillespie and his track record, um, you know, I think his defenses, are, they, they get better. They just, the longer he's there, uh, the, the better the players understand what they're doing defensively, the better he can do a lot of the little nuanced things that, that, that make his defense different and unique and special. Um, I think our guys have a lot of confidence in the scheme and the technique. Uh, we've got a lot of depth. You know, if you look at last year, we, we rolled out a spring ball last year and we had five scholarship D linemen and uh, typically, you don't have a lot of success if, if that's what you have. And we were able to address that in the transfer portal. You look at last year as well. I mean, we played really most of the season with only four scholarship linebackers. We just had a lot of injuries and we were hurt. And so that took a, a special way of adapting and adjusting the way we practiced, the preparation, to how we played guys in games, to taking guys off of special teams, everything we could do to keep that unit successful. And same thing at the corner position. We really were too deep, really, at corner last year. And the great thing about this group this year, we feel like we're seven or eight deep at corner. Uh, we feel like we're eight or nine deep at linebacker. Uh, we feel like we're 10 deep on the defensive front. Um, and so those things are all going to allow us to do different things defensively and take that next step. Um, you know, if you want to be a great program consistently, it all begins by playing great defense. You know, I think, I think if it doesn't matter if it's seventh grade football, the NFL, teams that play great defense and teams that can run the football have had a history of winning football games and, and doing it over the long haul. You know, I've been places where maybe our team wasn't built that way and we've had to outscore people, uh, which, you know, can be a little bit tedious. Um, and so, you know, my hope is this year we take a big step defensively, like I think we will. Um, we have a lot of speed. You know, you, you name some guys that, that have played a lot of football 
And, um, you know, the group can run. The group is physical. I think they're good tacklers. They're good at fundamentals. They communicate well. You know, all the things that, that good defenses do, um, we have the makings of, of getting there. And my hope is, you know, sooner than later, you know, we become a dominant defensive football team. And, and like I said, it certainly makes my life a lot easier uh, when that happens. Thank you, Coach. Okay, appreciate you guys. Thank you.